If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Heavens to Megatroid. The the others. Alright y'all, welcome to episode 17 of Can't Call It with your boy Jay Kills. And your boy Jay Wright. And we bite, baby. We uh it's a game coming up, man. SEC play. Kicking off. Get your cowbells ready. Oh We're going God. to Park Vegas. Damn, I hate them cowbells, dog. Hey man. We, we in here. We in here. I man. hate them too, but it's this the aesthetic, you know. It's a cultural piece. Man. Before we get started, man, how you feeling today, dog? Man, you know I can't call it, brother. It's just, uh, I'm happy to be here. That's all I can say, man. That's all I can say. How about you, man? How you doing? Feeling good, dog. Feeling good. I had a had a long week last week, but things is looking up this week, so we ain't tripping. Man, you know what I'm saying? God Everybody in a good spot? God is good. You know what I'm saying? So let, let, let's start off. Let, let's do some housekeeping, as we always do, man. Um terrible news we'll start with that uh andre anthony out for the season man the super senior uh mr scoop and score himself uh i mean the kid was having a great season uh he's in the top three in sec and sacks uh one behind bj ojalari his teammate like i said he had the the pivotal scoop and score last week um from all accounts he's he's a great kid in the locker room man you hate to see shit like that man you really do, you especially really with do. it being a non-contact injury. You know that's usually that's usually pretty rough, man. So, prayers up for Andre Anthony and his family, man. I, I hope the kid has a a bright future ahead of him. But damn, it, it hurts from two standpoints. I mean, from a selfish standpoint, it hurts the team, and you feel bad for the kid, man. Six years of hard work, man. Yeah, man, it's tough, but he'll he'll land on his feet like you said. Good kid, his hairline far enough back, he could be a construction worker. <laughs> I think he'll be fine. He'll be good. I just, you know, you want him to shine senior year. This is where you get some, uh, you know, the experience is going to help you play better. And like you said, super senior, so yeah, this was his last hurrah. He ain't no coming back from that. So it's tough. yeah. And, you know, we said at the beginning, you know, receiver and defensive line were our two strong points. So this is where you get to flex that a little bit. We saw it, you know, on the other other side of the ball with a couple of guys with, uh, you know, Trey Palmer and Malik Neighbors and a couple other cats being out. And you see we didn't miss a beat last week. So let's see what the defensive line got. You know, there's more time people to shine. You know, we're still leading the the nation in sacks. So it's your chance to prove it. Jay, you know who replacing them though? You know who replacing them? Big, big, big Mace? The lottery team. Uh, big Mace? The lotto? The lotto. Power ball. Let's go, man. <laughs> His jersey might say zero, but that man's a hero. Exactly. Uh, man, uh, some late breaking news, man. Derek Stingley might be out of this game as well, man. Um, Damn. Not quite sure what it is. They say he might have re-aggravated that hamstring. 
Um, I've heard some rumors about a possible opt out. I don't know, dog. Um, it's still a little foggy, a little foggy. But they haven't confirmed or denied, so that's something to keep an eye out on. You know, he missed the game last year. Um, with that 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 horrible piece of miss. Um, so we gonna see. We stay close to that one. Um, by the time y'all hear this, is gonna be Friday morning. So who knows? By by Saturday. We, we, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if number seven trots out there. But let's get off the bad news, man. Good news. Mm. Jay, Jay Ward and Ollie Gay um, have been – they've been uh, clear to play. So we got them coming back. And then we might also get John Emery um, pending his legal case. But uh, they say he might be able to play, man. Man, send, send that man a Scantron. Yeah, send him a Scantron. So he can uh, take a test and get on the field, man. Yeah, and it's, uh, Trey Bradford's also trying to figure out his uh, situation with the NCAA. So we could get some some additions at running back. Um, but if not, I got faith in young Corey Kiner, man. That's 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 what I'm rolling with. Me too, man. We we, talk, we said it every week. The kids got whipped. Got wiggle, man. Got and that's wiggle. Some, everybody ain't got that, so. We need we need that right now, especially coming into SEC play. Go ahead, get your touches, man. That's um, it, bro. But yeah, man, let's uh let's kind of paint the picture for the for the people, man. Um, you know, both teams are two and one coming into this week. First first SEC game. Um, for those unfamiliar with Mississippi State, uh, they they had a close battle with Louisiana Tech to kick the uh, season off 35-34. Uh, then they beat uh, NC State twenty four to ten, and then. I'm sure you guys have seen the the controversial punt uh, last week against Memphis. Uh, they lost 31 29. So they're coming off a loss. We're coming off of two straight wins. Uh, what what are your early takes on Mississippi State, man? I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't watched any game film of them. I haven't watched any highlights of them. But Mike Leach hasn't changed in the 20 some odd years he's been a head coach. Nope. And it's it's the air raid offense. Now people think spread. It's all the same. It's really not. You got rich ride spread where it's a zone, run, read pro, uh, type of uh, offense. The opposite of that is the air raid. And he's known for running basically everything based off of four verts. So mm-hmm. that's why we were getting eight up last year, people. We were missing Stingley. Yep. We had Jay uh, Ward was lingering injury. Yep. and. Deja vu this year. Stingley out. Jay Ward may have a lingering injury issue still. And we need back-end play because when you run four verse, you're putting stresses on the safeties mm-hmm. in the corners, especially mm-hmm. when they're playing man coverage. And so we're going to have to see Major Burns. Yep. Who got coach. burned on that big play last week, but he also Man. made a pick. We got to see if – Cat, not your, not your necessarily your starters, your 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 depth at those positions like Jordan Toes, yep, Cam Lewis. Can they be in have integrity in their play and make plays on defense to keep you in the game? Because I feel like this is going to be a high scoring type of uh, contest. Yeah, you know the difference. You know, last year Eli Ricks was was his first game. Um, so he's a little bit more established. Uh, you got Cordell Flott now another year under his belt. But, I mean, you still got, you know, Dwight McLaughlin. I mean, he he had, he had didn't play last year at that point. Um, he's, yeah. he's just coming off his first game of this season. So he only has 
one actual game under his belt for this season. So it's it's a lot of uncertainty in that back end. And like you said, Leach and his index card, he gonna test you, man. What's yeah. uh what's one hey, try to explain to the people with Mike Leach's offense? It, it's not that complicated. It really isn't. It's a uh, basically receivers come out. You're gonna most most of the time see them two on each side, so it's a balanced look, and they're going to attack the seams. And it really is based off of how you're lined up. So you see, man, you're just going to try to run by the DB. You see them sitting in the zone. That's when you find a soft spot, and you may settle down in that zone, and the quarterback will throw it. Cover two, that soft spot is typically behind the corner on the, on the boundary and between the safety. And then it's going to be a little pocket over the middle of the field where the linebacker normally sits. That's where the quarterback's eyes are looking initially. Yeah. And that type of situation. And then if they're playing a cover three, then you're going to see those seams in the in the inside hash mark receivers trying to get open. So they try to make you make the wrong decision. The best thing you could do as a defensive coordinator is switch it up, which we did not do at all last year. It was straight. Yeah, man. All game. I, I mean, come on, Bo. Bo Pelini. You, you better than that, bro. Yeah, man. Come on. Um, come on. One one thing I will say is uh, for the for the audience, well, too, man, when you're watching the game, keep, keep in mind, like, the plays don't change that much. The formations may change, but they're yeah. essentially the same plays. So when you're watching, you know, quick pro tip, man, just just look. Don't let the formation fool you. Just look at the routes, man. They, it's basically the same plays. Mm-hmm. And that's like you said, Bo was just so stubborn last year and just refused to adjust. I think – I honestly think if Dave Aranda was a, was a defense coordinator last year, I don't think that game – do we win? I don't know. But – uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, we, we win. No, nah, we will win. Never mind. We would have won. Because the offense didn't play bad. Yeah, yeah, people. We was gonna win that game. We had Dave around. Yeah, man. You just not gonna give up forty four points. We scored thirty four, dog. Like you score thirty four points, you should probably win it at Mississippi State, man. At home as well, too. So um, this game is a little different. It's a breakfast game, as I like to call them. It's eleven a.m. Stark Vegas is uh, is it hostile? We gonna call it hostile territory. It's not friendly. Yeah. It's not the friendly confines of Tiger Stadium. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting, man. Um, what's what's the one thing, the one adjustment you would say this year, I think we kind of already touched on it, that you want to see different from last year defensive-wise? Well, I've already said how I would like the safety play and corner play to be, especially now that Stingley's out. But I also like to see an adjustment from my defensive line. I want to see more hands up, battered balls at the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. because they're going to try to get it out quick and negate our pass rush. So you, we may even see some more screens this week from Mississippi yeah. State to slow us down. Mm-hmm. But if you're Andre Carter, you're telling the defensive lineman, hey, once you see that quarterback's arms up, you put your arms up and try to bat the ball down, you know, to negate all of that. So – We'll see. I, they, I will give compliments to the defensive line because last week Central Michigan tried to run a screen and they snuffed it out. In years past, man, you could run screens on LSU all day. Yeah, you just would not pick up on it. So, I, I like to see that type of growth 
in the defense. So hopefully they have adjusted and, and the guys are ready to play this week in the sense that that's part of the game plan. But you never know. Not so fast to jump on that conclusion. You never yeah. know. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's, it's key that you brought that up because, you know, he does like to get the ball out quick. So a lot of times as a defensive lineman, you want to get home and you might not be able to. And I, that's one fear I do have with the fact that we do have so many sacks. These kids are accustomed to getting getting home. And I don't want them to really fall in love with that. You have to, you might have to be content with having four pass deflections this game as opposed to three sacks. Like, you just might not get there. Um, mm-hmm. One thing, Mississippi State has given up six sacks this year. So the, it, it's not impossible to get to them, um, especially if you can make Will Rogers hold that ball a little bit. Um, it confuse them, but you know it's still early on in the Durante Jones uh, era, man. We we don't know if how comfortable these kids are yet with the communication and everything. We saw some some strides, but it's only game four, folks. So they still got to work some kinks out. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. Like you said, they gave up six sacks, but really, when you think about it, it's just two a game. So yeah, it ain't bad. That's not bad. So we'll see. I'm the thing that. Well, we'll get to. I know we'll get to. Well, what well, and now one thing to watch out too. Will mm-hmm. Rogers is he leading the SEC in passing? Yeah, uh, he's already had over a thousand yards. Uh, now Max ain't far behind. Uh, I think Max is number three or four. So I got faith in our offense. I mean, you look at Louisiana Tech, Memphis. Those aren't no powerhouse teams, but they were able to move the ball. Even the game they won against. Um, who do they beat? Uh, NC State. NC State. It's State only scored ten points, but they moved the ball. They just couldn't execute. Um, yeah. So there, there's, there's some, some bend and some breakage on their defense. So I don't feel too concerned. But yeah, that Mississippi State offense, it, it, new, it's some new faces. Actually, a lot of new faces, but the results are still there. So, oof, we gonna see, man. We gonna see. So what, what do you think the game plan should be, bro? Overall, on the offense, should we play more of a, a, a bring the running backs in or say screw it and just do what you got to do to get points on the board? Man, well, our greatest uh, culprit right now is the NCAA compliance board. If we get, <laughs> we get Emory and Trey Bradford cleared, then I say run the ball. And okay. reason being is that you got to give your defense time to rest when they're playing an air raid offense. You want to be able to rotate guys in and uh, keep them healthy. You don't want them on the field for so many snaps because that gives you more exposure to uh, big plays. And so I would say, yeah, we need to run the ball this week. We haven't ran it yet this year successfully, but that falls mainly on the offensive line. And you got to be creative in the run game, which we have seen from Pete's so far. Mm -hmm. But we got to be balanced. You got to be balanced. You can't just expect to throw the ball 50 times and win the game. You really can't. Not in this type of situation. Because an incomplete pass, that's now you're third and long and you're you're behind the chains. You got to be able to kind of keep the the defense on their toes a little bit and and stumbling around. So I hope we run up-tempo. I hope we run the ball. And I hope we kind of attack them on the edges on offense. On defense, mix it up. Zone, man, man zone, a little bit of everything. Cover six, cover four, cover three. 
multiple looks, man. Exactly. And I want to see some more shifting on the off and a defensive line, linebackers, you know, stunning. So we can keep them guessing too. So I we'll see. That first yeah. couple series, we'll know what we got. Yeah, I mean, it's funny you brought up running because both of these teams suck. Like we rate the rank thirteenth and fourteenth in SEC in rushing. So neither team has yet to figure out their running game. So why not now? I mean, especially on the road, one way to kind of settle things down is if you can have a, you know, nine, ten play drive and suck the life out the uh, the stadium, man. It but the, diff- the difference is Mississippi State runs the ball just so they can collect a token. They don't run the yeah. ball to to be effective. It's just to say, hey, we can do it if we have to, and they just want to put it on film. It's not necessarily we're trying to be balanced or anything of that nature. It's just sometimes Mike Leach calls a run play. He doesn't yeah, want to. True. <laughs> Last year, Colin Hill ran the ball seven times. Uh, Joquavius Marks ran it for three times. Uh, they only had about 49 yards total. So, But Colin Hill also lit us up for 158 yards receiving in one touchdown. So, yeah, yeah, like you said, it's more so just to get the look. But, um, yeah, man, um, you know what? Let's just get to it, bro. Let's, let's get these predictions, man. Uh, LSU's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. We open at a four-point favorite, so clearly the bets are coming in. Yeah. And I think this was, that line was pre-Stingley. So uh, what say you, my brother? I got to go first. All right, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> With all that said, man. I think LSU goes in the start Vegas, running the same type of tempo and everything they did against Central Michigan, with all this hype and hoopla, feeling good about themselves. Stingley tries to play, and we lose the game. I mm. say LSU 28, Mississippi State 37. Man. Stop. I don't, don't want to pick. <laughs> I really don't. I uh, do, do you have an MVP in a losing effort? <laughs> Man, who did I pick? I picked Keisha in the first game. Mm-hmm. Second game, I picked uh, Ty, Ty Davis Price. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, this week, I'm going with uh, Jack Bish, man. Mm-hmm. Jack Bess. Because he's the dog. He want the smoke. Uh, yeah. Damn, cuz. Uh, <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. It, hey, I hate to be, uh, I mean, I hate to be corny. All right. I really can't call it, dog. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't feel great about us winning. I'm not going to lie. And that's sad because uh, I was hyped last week. But um, just the more you look into it, man, we got a lot of unanswered uh, questions on defense still, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go LSU 35, Mississippi State 31. Ooh. Maybe. I don't <laughs> know, dog. Hey, if we lose, if we lose, I ain't gonna be surprised. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, but uh, 
I don't know. I feel like we got a little. I feel like a little revenge might come into play. I think O is gonna have him hyped. But yeah, I'm I'm not confident. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Hey man, it's it's a tough one, man. I was gonna pull a lead course up. If I had the headgear, I was gonna pull up the LSU Tiger head and throw it off. Oh. He's gonna hit the. He's gonna hit the. Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, I hey, I went to LSU, but you got. I, I feel like I gotta be realistic. You know, sometimes you come in for a revenge game and get your ass kicked again. I'm sure. Yeah. I ain't mad. I ain't mad yeah. at it. Not mad at all. So it's gonna be interesting to see, man. Um, let's say Will Rogers lighting it up. Mike Leach. You never know. I heard his press conference where he basically said LSU looked the same as last year. So <laughs> he's chomping at the bit, man. That's that's a little too comfortable for me, dog. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like yeah. that shit at all, dog. So uh yeah, man. Sorry, Tiger fans, we mean to leave you on on a downer like that. But uh well, uh that concludes this week's episode of Can't Collar with your boy Jay Kills. And your boy Jay Wright. And we out this piece. Oh, yeah.